Hey, it's Gary Clinton from Dublin, Ireland. I hope you're having an amazing day. The reason for this video is I want to share with you five ways that you can recover from depression and anxiety, and this will benefit you for a long period of time because this is the most crucial thing. It's not like a one-hit wonder where it's like, then we're back depressed next week, next month, next year. No, we want this as a long, sustainable uh, video that will that will benefit you in, in time to come. Speaking of in time to come, you know, if we look back two or three hundred years, we're like, what the F are they doing? So I don't know how long this video will be beneficial, but I know in the next five, 10, 15 years, at least it will be beneficial. I've got my notes here. I don't want to miss anything. So I absolutely want to give you the best value for your time. Okay, number one, I want you to ask yourself one question and I want you to do one test every month. Simple thing that you can do is test yourself on the level of depression or anxiety you're feeling in your life now. And they will ask you questions like, you know, have you had trouble concentrating? Have you had thoughts of suicidal or, or, or death? Have you had poor appetite? Okay, have you had low mood? You know, them type of questions, they will just ask you, and that will give you an answer. Now, again, depression is, depression is psychological, so we cannot tell really when we're making progress out of depression but if you've done this test every month you would get a result and that result would go okay uh, severe depression okay yeah moderate moderate depression okay mild depression and you'd know you'd see that curve over over a couple of uh, over a couple of months so just get, get get a basis of where you are now next month do it again do it again do it again and you'll know if you're coming down or you're going up right the question that I want you to ask yourself as well when you're doing that is like what is something that I can do that I'm not doing, but if I did it, it would benefit my life? Okay, so what, let me ask you that question again. What is something that I can do that I'm not doing, but if I did do it, it would improve my life? Okay, you see that? You gotta catch that one. Maybe write it down, that'd be a good idea for you. Okay, that's number one. Test yourself, ask yourself that question. Number two, okay, take up new hobbies. Okay, go out with your friends, um, go to an arcade, go to a bowling alley. Right? These are things that you could organize once a month. You could organize them once a week. And this is not, <sighs> taking up hobbies is, is also, it's also removing hobbies from your life. Like if you're playing too much video games, get rid of them. If you're spending too much time on social media watching videos, get rid of that type of thing. Yeah. Maybe it's maybe I should instead of saying you know try new hobbies, it's like use your time better. Because yeah, because you know, taking up exercise is a good idea. You know eating good is 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 good for you, right? You 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 know that you know doing excessive alcohol and drugs is, is bad for you. You know these things, and so many people do, but they still do them. And, they, and again, they ask themselves, and they wonder why, and they and they feel pity for themselves of why they're why they're depressed. When you know you know the good things that you should be doing. And you know you can do them, but you're not doing them. That goes back to that question. Stop doing things that doesn't bring you happiness. Pretty simple. Right? You just got to be aware of that. You got to realize, you know, you're spending seven hours on social media. And you're just like, oh my God, where did my time go? What happened with my life? It's like, you knew, because it happened again yesterday and the day before, that this is something that you should not be doing. Okay, not rocket science, and I'll mention that phrase many times in the future too. Let's move on to number three. Number two is take up hobbies and do new things that, that bring you happiness. 
and stop doing things that don't bring you happiness. Number three is relationships. Look at the people who are around you and ask yourself, are they benefiting my life or are they not? Are they lifting me up or are they bringing me down? And this is a serious one because these relationships, some people are envious, some people don't want you to be happier, some people are bringing you down and these people will keep you there if you stay with them. Think about it. It's, it's, it's not hard to make that money up. It's like one plus one. If they don't want the best for you and they keep dragging you down now and they don't change, well, in the future, it's going to be the exact same. So you have to distance yourself. You know, love your friends. Pick who you hang around with. Love your family, but choose who you hang around with. You don't have to hang around with your family if they're, if they're bringing you down. Okay, you love them from a distance. And there's nothing wrong with that. Your mindset, mental health is absolutely way more important. And also, look for people who are positive, who, who can bring you up message them and don't be afraid to do that I know that's a problem a lot of people have or no I don't know if a lot of people had I know I had that problem but reach out to them reach out to them reach out to me okay number four look at medication now I used to be against medication back in the day when I was starting out on my on my journey on, on this practice and growing but then I changed my mind I read a book called The Depressive Illness by Dr. Tim Carpenter and this book changed my viewpoint completely it went from not having medication to, okay, we'll have medication. Okay, let me go a bit deeper. If you were to have a flu in your country, if you would have a Prozac, a paracetamol, whatever it's called, would you take that for the flu? And the answer is like more than likely 90% of the time you would take that type of thing. Yeah, painkiller for the head, right? That is what you would take. Now, with depression, depression is an illness, so would you take medication? It's like, yeah, that makes sense. See that? That makes sense to me. Maybe it makes sense to you. Now I have a problem with this part. Yeah, see what I've done this? You know, I was like, no medication, medication. Take medication. If you're taking medication for longer than five years, that's a problem to me. Maybe it's my own ego, maybe it's my own yeah, you know, problems. But five years, the medication ain't doing the work. Okay? Every day in, day out, come on. There's gotta be a different answer here. And, and I truly believe there is. So look at medication again. Flu, you will take a, a painkiller, uh, whatever you would take. Medication, depression, go for it, try it. You're gonna learn to lose. Number five, getting help. Okay, getting help from myself, from a counselor, therapist, coach, um, a psychologist, anyone who can get you help, yeah, a psychoanalyst. There's so many of them. There's so many of, of ists. <laughs> but just reach out because they can help you and the thing I know I know I know I have this with my coach and it probably goes across the platform with, with many people or counselors that you know you have a client for a session or two and then they'll go but that's a problem because it's mental you cannot see on physical paper that you're getting better so it's like I must not be getting better but if you stick it out for three months and and I have a problem with I also have a problem with if you have a client for like five years and they haven't made much progress. That's a problem in my eyes too. You know, there's no bad student, there's only a bad teacher in my mind and I'll take responsibility for that too if that happens to me, which I don't believe it will. But I think three month period is a nice period for you to go, okay, I've definitely made progress in them three months. You know, one or two weeks, not gonna be enough. Yeah, Same with medication. One or two weeks, probably not gonna be long enough. A year, you're looking at two years. That. I'm no, I'm no doctor, so don't just just what I've read. One or, one or two years is, is like that's that's when you're hitting sweet spots. Okay, 
to help from myself. If you need help, reach out. If you need help from, from anyone, I'll give you a study. There was a study done recently from, I actually don't know who it was, but it was on the really interesting page that I found on studies that's in America. And it's got a lot, a lot of studies from a lot, a lot of uh, different, different, you know, it takes like all colleges and all universities and it puts it onto this one website. So it's, it's, it's pretty uh, profound. The study is if someone, you got to catch this one as well. Okay. So if someone's studying, if someone's seeking help, but they don't get treatment. Okay. That's on one side. If they're seeking and they don't get treatment, that's on that side compared to a person who doesn't seek at all. The person who doesn't seek at all will recover quicker than the person who seeked but did not get treatment. Yeah, really interesting one. I don't know exactly why, but when you're seeking, get that help. That's what I'm saying, Gena. When you're seeking, go through with it. Get the help because I know a lot of people who uh, who look look for help and then they're like their mind gets to them. They let their mind get to them and they say, no, I'm not helping anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not like the mind convinces them that this is a bad idea, their mind convinces them that I shouldn't be getting help, that I'm no use and I, I'm worthless and I can't get help. And it's like, no, 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 no. Follow through because you know that's a good idea deep down. Just like you know exercising is good. Just like you know, and these are bonus ones, sleeping, sleeping enough hours is good. You know uh, eating well is good. You know hanging around positive people is good. You know listening to positive content is good. Why aren't you doing it? If you're not doing it, why aren't you doing it? If you are doing it, amazing, well done. Continue doing it. Right, there's five ways. Number one, let's have a recap. Ask yourself that question. What is something that I can do and I know I should be doing it, but I'm not doing it. But if I was to do it, it would benefit my life. Okay, and also test yourself. Once a month, why not? You've got nothing to lose. You'll see progress. That's one way to track progress. Number two, take up new hobbies. Try new things with some friends. Okay, do it consistently. Don't just do it once and then not do it. And this also includes getting rid of hobbies that don't bring you happiness. Yeah. Number three, relationships. Look at the people around you. Family, friends. If they're not impacting your life in a positive way, you've got to distance yourself. Okay, this is genuine, serious. Love your family, love your friends, but choose who you hang around with. Number four, look at medication. It's a, possible, it's a possibility that can, that can benefit your life. Number five, seek help. And then follow through and get that help. Yeah, I would recommend, you know, three three months, counseling, coaching, anything like that, at least. Okay, that's my thoughts. Five ways to recover or beat depression and anxiety. Have an amazing day. It's Gary Clendon from Dublin, Ireland. Goodbye.